is up you guys welcome back to o2l our second life um i'm just kidding <laughs> welcome back to the lady Lorian show um i just right. want to do something a little different keep dodging kinsey on their toes um for for those of you who are not in our age group and doesn't know what that is they were a youtube vlog group a la vlog squad kind of stuff anyway don't worry about it um, we're the Lady Lorians. We're completely different. We're uh, all female powers podcast. <laughs> I like the other girls. Um, and we are I'm so... actually just like other girls. Ow! I just banged my elbow. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm clumsier than other girls. Um, anyway, we're an all-female Star Wars podcast, if you're new here. Um, if you're not new here, thank you. Thanks for coming back. We love you. Um, today we've got me, Ruthie, um, we have Dodge and Kinsey chatting it up about <laughs> episode six of the book of Boba Fett and all his pals, as I like to call it. Um, if one more person says something about, it's just Star Wars, the show, I'm going to block you, okay? <laughs> no, 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 I have, look, we can start here because I have something to say about this. Oh, okay. Okay, at the end, uh, well, no, no, no. Like, during 2020, Kathleen mm -hmm. Kennedy said that we would be getting the next chapter of The Mandalorian in December of 2021. Mm-hmm. Did she? Then. She did she say that. Yeah, she did say that. She revoked her rights. She said, um, just kidding. She... She revoked that later on, and then it was announced in the end credits of The Mandalorian, very last minute, that we would be watching the book of Boba Fett. Here's the thing. I feel like if we got Mando season three and it was mostly Boba Fett, that people would be like, this is Din Show. This is The Mandalorian. And so, like, maybe they had these episodes and they were like, well, can we even call this The Mandalorian? Because these first couple episodes are about Boba Fett. And then somebody mm. said, I know, we should edit these and make it like it's Boba Fett's own show. Hmm. So I think this is part of Kathleen Kennedy saying we would get the next chapter of The Mandalorian around the time the book of Boba Fett dropped. I don't know how all that works, but I remember her very distinctly saying that. And it's been floating around Twitter again. And so I don't know if this yes. show was originally planned to planned. be the way that it was, you know? That's so, a good question. Um, also, I saw a tweet that made a really good point. And it was like, when I sit down to watch a Star Wars show, my mindset is not, oh, I'm going to see this character and this character. I'm just like, I'm going to sit down and watch some Star Wars. And like, honestly, like, that's me too. Same. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I feel like we just have to stay patient and maintain hope because everything's going to reveal itself and like work out so i miss boba too but you know i'm not complaining i i'm like mm -hmm. okay star wars show awesome love star wars that's why i'm here agreed I mean, yeah i agree i don't really care that <laughs> boba's on it not that like i don't care but like i think that what's happening in the last two episodes makes sense for the storyline yeah this season you know it wasn't like it was just like out of left field like yeah they're making mm -hmm. they're trying to round up the troops so that boba can defend himself it's not like it was just like hee hee let's do all of this yeah we've been wondering i agree i mean wondering like who uh sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but we've no, been wondering fine. who like the big bad i guess if that's like mm -hmm. i don't like to use that term because that's what we use like a lot when we talk about the movies and like 
who's the big bad of the movies. But we've been kind of wondering this whole season, like, who's, like, the big bad? Who's going to be, like, kind of in charge of the syndicate and stuff like that? So then we get Cad Bane. Not to jump ahead. But, you know, I think all mm-hmm. of it is making is making sense. It's oh, all. Yeah. No. yeah, I agree. And once, like, even though we didn't see Boba Fett, the title character, a lot, once Din got back to Tatooine, everything that was shown from the point he got back to Tatooine on was progressing Boba Fett's story very directly. So, yeah, to me, like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, the title of a show, like, isn't everything, and I don't judge everything based on that. And maybe we're wrong to say this is Boba's show, you know? It's the book of Boba Fett. A book has many chapters and many different players, and mm-hmm. books are structured many different ways. So I think it's an appropriate name for the show. And I don't think that he, you know, needs to be present in every chapter of that book. Yeah. I'm, we also I don't am, know I'm if this is the season. Yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I'm, I heard it was, a, I thought it was a limited series. I don't but, know. It's iffy right now. People don't know I mean, if it is or the not. way that I saw it, I thought, like, Book of Boba Fett was, like, we're taking a detour. We're diverging from The Mandalorian mm-hmm. a little bit. And we're yeah. taking a detour, and then we're gonna get back on track. And I feel like these past couple episodes have been getting back on track and converging the stories, you know? Because yeah. putting Boba Fett into The Mandalorian, that's a huge thing you know yeah. and he just shows up he's alive this character we thought was dead and gone for years and years and years and so they had to backtrack they had some explaining to do but i feel like people would have complained complained conversely if all of that boba fett backstory was in the mandalorian because mm. i used to be one of those people who said this is din's show you know why are mm. we having all these other characters it's distracting from din so i think then they decided to call these couple episodes of The Mandalorian, the book of Boba Fett, and maybe edit them differently so that they told a story about Boba Fett, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because imagine if like- imagine if the first couple episodes of Book of Boba Fett were released as Mandalorian season three. Like people yeah. would be furious for the same reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think also just like a flaw in Star Wars fans, uh, like ideology or something. I don't know if that's the correct word, but um, is that they have this idea that of what things should be and they can't let go of it. And Mm -hmm. so with these shows, a lot of the times we see like they get this idea of what's going to happen. And then if it diverges from that idea, they're displeased or wherever. I saw a tweet that said a lot of dudes are mad that Boba Fett isn't acting like the tattoo on their shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Yeah. Because it's like we all had this preconceived idea of Boba Fett that was built on what? Five lines of dialogue? Yeah. How many minutes yeah. of screen time? True. You know? And so we had this idea of him. But now that, you know, we're actually exploring him as a human person and as a character with depth and not just a cool gunslinger, you know, with a one-liner, like, people are yeah. mad. And I'm like... I kind of, I have to admit, like, I might have been one of those people at first. And I talked about this in our first episode back, you know, about Book of Boba Fett and how I was like, I just want to see him be brutal. I want him to, Mm. I want to see him be an anti-hero or a villain or something. Now he is a hero hero. And I can't say that I'm mad about it. You know, who was I to to say who he was? You know, we knew he was briefly affiliated with the Empire, but we didn't know what his motivations were. 
we don't know what his background is and now we're learning all that and we can't be mad that it's not what we expected it to be yeah and what i liked about someone was talking about how like you know mandalorian like the last episode at least and and even in this episode too like how it's not related to boba and like we didn't need to see that part of mando he could have just showed up and we've been fine but it goes into like the root of this show of boba being alone having no one having someone having a family losing it all having to rebuild and the same we saw that in the mandalorian episode of um just realizing that he has no one like he doesn't have grogu he doesn't have the armor he doesn't have his creed anything like he is alone and i think that is why i loved that episode is because even though boba wasn't in the episode itself the theme of boba was in it and that's why i felt like it fit into the show i totally Um, agree yeah i loved i mean obviously this next episode was cameos on cameos baby and i loved it i loved it like this is like the star wars that you dream about when you're watching clone wars and stuff i also Um, feel like there are lots of parallels really quickly between hmm? din's story and boba's story that are being shown because think about it like we in an episode or two before the first episode with din jaran back like we saw boba lose who he thought was family you know yeah he had been with the tuscan raiders for years we learned years and mm. they became his found family and then they were gone in an instant and then mm. in the same way with din din returns to his convent or whatever and mm. you know comes back to the people that he thinks are home and he thinks are family and then they betray him you know mm-hmm. so even though it's in different ways within this series and within a couple episodes from each other we saw din and boba both lose their found families one way or mm-hmm. another and so yeah. i also feel like that's a massive parallel that can't be overlooked and it's going to you know that level of relatability between them is going to make them have a stronger partnership yeah what were you gonna say kenzie um i was like kind of gonna go away from this topic so if anyone oh, okay. else has anything else to say on it no you're good i, I was just gonna <clears throat> say like yeah i totally i totally agree i just i loved it and i love how it relates to it and i loved this episode and how it just kind of builds on to that theme of like Din really doesn't have anyone and how he went to grogu hoping that he would have someone left and we don't know you know anyways kenzie continue um just kind of talking about this part of the episode right um we were starting to talk about the cameos um mm. obviously we see him go to grogu and we see luke again so good. luke's skywalker <laughs> and we can talk about him too in a little bit and that whole situation um but Let's talk about Ahsoka making an appearance because mm. there have been a lot of opinions about whether her appearance was really necessary in the episode. Because I do agree that I loved most of the cameos and not necessarily that I didn't like seeing Ahsoka because, mm. um, you know, that's my girl and I love to see her. Mm-hmm. Um, but was it really necessary? Mm. No. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, no. I'm conflicted. I'm saying, well, no, obviously it wasn't necessary, but I think we're going to find out more of just how much Luke and Ahsoka were working together, so to speak. Um, well, and I think that, and not like, not in Luke's part, but like maybe Luke is helping Ahsoka on her own journey right now. And so maybe this was just like showing everyone that they know each other so that we know in the future, Ahsoka can reach out to Luke and they already know each other. Yeah, I just, I, so obviously we know there's going to be an Ahsoka series. Mm-hmm. So I feel like her being in this episode was just like their way to kind of remind us that she's like still around and like prep mm-hmm. us for her show. Mm-hmm. I feel Could like be. recently, and like, I'm not like, I mean, these are his characters. These are people, characters that matter to him more than anything else in the world. And he has, you know, creative freedom. But I feel like Dave Filoni really likes to put his favorite elements of the stories that he has told previously into new media. And, um, I mean, I just feel like us seeing Order 66 and seeing clones in a flashback, as well as seeing Ahsoka, were so token Dave Filoni. And that's not necessarily a negative thing like I'm not saying that in a negative connotation I'm just saying like yeah it makes sense for Dave Filoni's storytelling he likes to put his own easter eggs in there and nods to his previous creative projects um but you know I I wish that sometimes it wasn't that way when it didn't make sense and this time I think it didn't make sense um I I would have to disagree on yeah i mean but i just i respect it i understand like the the story wouldn't have changed if she wasn't there yeah Yeah, that's what i feel like i feel like it wasn't integral to like the episode and like i said i i liked most of the cameos in this episode and i always love to see ahsoka and i'm not necessarily mad about it i don't i'm not like feeling super strongly about seeing it no i just i do think like it wouldn't have really changed anything if he had Mm -hmm. just like seen luke i guess the only Mm -hmm. like reason that she was there in the storytelling perspective was because she was like the barrier between him and Grogu because like Luke was with Grogu and so if he had seen Luke he would have seen like Grogu and him would have seen Mm. each other in person and that Mm. was obviously something they didn't want to happen couldn't Mm. R2 have just like beeped around and like toddled side to side and get angry at Din and kind of shoo him away chase him a la Chopper you know like Din has no connection to R2. Like, he does have a connection to Ahsoka. He's met her. He's fought beside her. So I do, like, understand that point of it. I just, again, I really feel like it was, again, not completely unnecessary, but that it wouldn't really have changed much if she wasn't. Mm -hmm. Ahsoka is all about, like, I'm no Jedi. And, like, Mm -hmm. rejecting, like, the Jedi way and Jedi tradition. Like, she doesn't identify with it. And so for her to be the one reinforcing luke's really strict jedi you know doctrine about no attachments and stuff and translating that to din i just thought that didn't really make sense for who we understand her um but you guys you guys can argue with me on this argue i'm gonna gonna argue (laughs) okay my only like thing about that is is ahsoka is that way for herself but i do understand why she's kind of doing that because when you think about Ahsoka and her backstory and her connection with Anakin and seeing what emotional connection did to Anakin when he had the power that he had, I think that's why Ahsoka is like, 
it's either don't be a Jedi or don't have the emotional connection if you're going to like follow that path because she's seen what someone that powerful can do when they yeah. have emotional attachments and it doesn't go the way they want. That's a really good take. I personally think that um, I liked having Ahsoka there because I think if she wasn't there and and Luke did the same thing that he did in the episode, people were going to be like, oh, well, Ahsoka wouldn't have done that to Grogu if she trained him. And so Ahsoka being there and saying, well, I it's Luke's decision to train him. It's Luke's decision to do all this stuff. And I'm simply following what he says. You know, like I think I think ahsoka has a lot of hope in luke in terms of the future of the you know the jedi academy that he's building because i feel like ahsoka knows that luke has attachments and we don't know what is going to happen with the decision that luke gives him at the end of the episode because a lot of people are saying that he is going to choose whatever one he chooses he's going to be like if he chooses mando he's going to be like all right, like if you choose Mando, that's fine, but you're gonna have to be okay with letting go of attachments if you want to be a Jedi. Like I feel like people people are thinking that it's like a test that he is going to whatever decision he makes, he's still going to be trained as a Jedi, but it just determines on just like how powerful Luke is willing to train him, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But the only reason why I think Ahsoka was in this episode was because not only shows that they know each other, but also because I feel like if she wasn't there, people would then be like, oh, well, if Grogu was training with Ahsoka, then he wouldn't be in this position. And it would just like cause a lot of questions, you know? Yeah, I think it was important to have Ahsoka like support Luke verbally Mm -hmm. and say like, you know, I'm aware of what he's doing and the way that he's doing it. And like, I'm in this with him. You know, I do think that was valuable. What were you going to say? I just want to know, like, in long, in the long term, like, how they're going to, like, explain Ahsoka knowing Luke. Or, like, mm-hmm. f- like you know? Because, maybe the yeah. Ahsoka series? Like, Well, yeah. But also, okay, I have a lot of, like, questions about this whole situation because, like, how many things are they planning on putting CGI Luke in? <laughs> I'm not mad. mad. (laughs) I know. I know. And like, listen, I'm not either, but I do just like wonder like long-term wise, because I'm like, clearly they're not planning on having him in a ton because I think they would have found a different actor Mm. to play him instead of like CGIing Mark Hamill's face. Um, If they were planning on having him like long-term in something, just because like plausibility wise, Mm. like it's just not very like, having to do all of that like long term but then we keep seeing him so I'm like but I also feel like that's totally valid that's a totally valid concern I've thought about the same thing but then I also have to think about how like much the technology has improved in two years you know and how much Luke's character and this you know demonstration of his character has changed from the finale of Mando in 2020 to now like it's pretty crazy and if they're able to do that much work in such a short amount of time i can Mm -hmm. only imagine that it's going to get better i mean ilm the people at ilm are amazing i don't know if ilm is Mm -hmm. the one responsible for this but like they make magic dude like they're crazy um yeah so i can only foresee this technology like 
growing more advanced and them learning mm-hmm. more about it and making it, you know, a lot more realistic if it's what they intend to do for the future. But yeah. who knows? I, like, I personally think what's going to happen is that Grogu is going to choose Mando and then Luke is going to be like, okay, you can be with Mando. But then once Din dies, like, you will become a Jedi. Um, Or he's going to test him and see, like, how his attachments are to other people. I I was. But I know that's like, yeah, right, whatever. But, like, the reason why I say that is because if they do that, Luke is not in the picture anymore, if that makes sense. I just don't see – there was a lot of debate about this, and Mm -hmm. I know Ruthie's going to have a lot of opinions about this one, about, like, the Luke situation – um, because I, we were all talking about it on Twitter this week. Um, <laughs> but I just don't see Luke as the type of person who's going to be like, well, you picked him. Bye. You can't be a yeah. guy. You know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah. like I like Luke literally picked his family. Like that was yeah. what he did in the originals. And so I don't foresee like, I don't think that he's going to turn his back on Grogu if Grogu picks Mando. Mm. I think I think he's going to still be in his life and, like, monitoring him from, like, afar or whatever. But I don't think he's going to, like, be continuing his training, if that makes sense. Like, he's just going to be, watch- like, having a watchful eye over him. And while he's watching over him, he's, you know, training all the other Jedi, whatever. And then, you and know. then trying to kill Ben Solo, but that's a whole. And topic. then trying to kill Ben Solo, which we might see a glimpse at in the finale. But um, like I no comment. No, but still, like if Grogu, if Grogu leaves, no comment. If Grogu leaves, um, he would still be really young if we take in, if we look at like the sequels and how old Luke is. And we're, you know, like Grogu, he could have, he could have, all that could have happened while Grogu was still chilling with Din Djarin. And Um, then he, by the time he was ready to be trained again, it was over, you know? Okay. So, looky, 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 looky. Um, my sweet, my sweet cheese, my good time boy. Um, (laughs) here's the thing. Luke is still really, really young. And... He is uh, for everyone who he, cannot imagine this, right? Luke is what this is how many years after taking place like five, five years after, so yeah. he's what 24 years old. The Mandalorian's after five, oh yeah. He's a he's a baby, five. yeah. He's, he's a baby boy, early, he's 20s. not even 30 yet. No. He's in his early to mid 20s. None of us yeah. can make possible decisions at this point in our lives. So, <laughs> also, he became he was no, you know. He realized he was force sensitive and was trained in the force and became a Jedi at a time where the Jedi were a dead religion. You know, mm. Order 66 has happened. There's no Jedi temple. There's no Jedi order. There's no Jedi council, Jedi politics, nothing. And so he was trained by two of the only practicing Jedi left in the universe, Yoda mm-hmm. and Obi-Wan. He had no formal classes or training. He was taught individually by these two people and had no one else with the ability that he had to compare himself to, you know? Mm. And so we see Luke giving Grogu lessons and then later the ultimatum 
word for word from what Yoda taught him. We see him training him with the training remote in the same way that Obi-Wan taught him. (laughs) Because this is what Luke knows as right. This is what Luke knows as what worked for him and what helped him get to the rink that he is now. And so Luke, as a young person with good intentions and with very limited understanding of Jedi history, is taking what has been taught to him and passing it down as clearly as he can because I think Luke is so afraid of messing up and I, you know, I just, I, I can tell that Luke is really emotionally attached to Grogu. Like, just mm. in the way that we see his face and the way that he looks at He's him and excited. interacts with him, he really, really cares about mm. Grogu. And I just think that Luke is a young person who has been thrust into this position of power mm. where he feels this obligation to pass on the Jedi way, you know, and it's a big responsibility and he doesn't want to mess up. So he is just taking the blueprint that already exists to him and, and translating that to a new generation. Yeah. Cause it's, it's like also, the only thing he has to go off of. Yeah. That could also be one of the reasons why Ahsoka's there is that he might be seeking advice from Ahsoka on just like talking about how the Jedi used to do it. And maybe he's taking that advice and he's like, adapting it to what he thinks the jedi should be and how that would make have different because i'm sure ahsoka is like this is what went wrong and ahsoka has no problem telling that the jedi were in the wrong a lot of the times and And he might be seeking wisdom from her because obviously like i'm like he respects her and they respect each other and i think that ahsoka is willing to give him advice but not be there and make the decision for him on how he is going to teach new Jedi. I totally agree. I think that's a really good take. And I mean, Ahsoka and Luke have completely different views and opinions mm-hmm. on what the Jedi are and what they're mm-hmm. about based on their experiences. So Ahsoka has accepted, even though I don't feel it is my responsibility to carry on the legacy of the Jedi and train the next generation of Jedi, if, you know... Anakin Skywalker's son wants to do that. I'm going to give him the tools to do it right. Um, So, yeah, no, I think Ahsoka can offer Luke a really valuable perspective um, because she was a Padawan in the time where, you know, the Jedi Temple exists and the Council Mm -hmm. existed and all of that. So she, she has a very different perspective on everything and even remembers, we have to remember, Ahsoka, you know, she understands the kind of training that Grogu had at the temple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she had some of that and witnessed some of that herself. Mm-hmm. So she's able yeah. to tell Luke, this is how they used to do things in the past, in the days of yore. Mm-hmm. And so now it is your responsibility to do this. And Luke is, I think Luke is just terrified. And that's why he's yeah. copying Yoda word for word. Um, because there, there's no one that he sees as wiser than yoda or Mm. obi-wan um so i don't think that luke giving the ultimate sorry jumping a little bit but i don't think luke giving grogu the ultimatum at the end is a bad thing and i don't think it was some original idea that he had i think it's some lesson that he feels like he has to teach and he doesn't know Mm. a better way to do it because yoda gave him the same ultimatum 
Yeah. You know? And yeah. so he's just going off what he knows, and I don't think he has yeah. bad intentions. I think he's playing it as it goes. Like, I think he... I don't think he's doing exactly what Ahsoka is telling him, but I think he is taking what she is telling him and taking what he knows and taking what, you know, what he wants for others, like what he has learned, what how his training went wrong in his own mind or how he wished that he was trained and how much time he wished he had, you know, and like taking everything that he can in order to make his own vision of what it should be and doing his best to try to like, create something new that is you know what the jedi were supposed to be if that makes sense yeah i think that i have the most unpopular opinion of any mandalorian fan and that is that mm. i don't want to see grogu go back with it mm. like i, I would <laughs> i would just like to like have grogu like do his thing and then mm-hmm. have din like din is about to, we i think most of us know that the next season of mandalorian is going to contain a lot of din going on this journey of like the mandalore of course like i love him and grogu's relationship but i think that whatever's going to happen with him in mandalore and probably reuniting with bo-katan and stuff like that is like a journey that maybe Din needs to go on without Grogu. Mm, I agree. I think that's a good take. I, I'm like, I was like, I either never want to see Grogu again or I want him back. And there's no in between. And we're in the in between right now. And I feel like it's just gonna, it's gonna hurt my soul seeing Din have to deal with life without Grogu, especially mm-hmm. like after like i know din is just waiting for you know he's just he's begging for the day still to take grogu back and i it's just like seeing him go from okay when are when is he going to be done with training to i have to move on is going to be a really sad step and i want to see it in character building but it's going to hurt like a butt cheek on a stick, let me tell you. <laughs> There's a real obvious solution to this dilemma. Uh-oh. No, no, Ruthie. <laughs> they just have to get married. Okay? Din and Luke need to enter a co-parenting relationship. And then Grogu never has to choose. Everyone lives happily ever after. Ever after. Cute little um, Star Wars family. No, I'm like kidding. Ha ha. Iconic. My only reason, or not like reason, I guess, but like obviously Grogu is super important to him, but I think that maybe he was just like this stepping, not stepping stone because obviously Grogu is always going to matter to Din, but like this thing that needed to happen to Din to make him realize that like feelings, emotions, that kind of stuff is not necessarily bad um, because I think, you know, stepping into the Mandalore situation again he's going to need a lot of that to mm. navigate what he's about to go through with the dark saber and mandalore. Yeah. Um, Big facts. It's gonna I be... feel Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just I was just going to like reiterate that like it's just I as much as I want Grogu to come back with Mando, like you bring up a good point. Like I think it would just be such it it would be so emotional and impactful for in his season to 
not only deal with like the dark saber and you know mandalorian meeting all the mandalorians and figure out what he believes as a mandalorian but also dealing with the fact that he can't be with his son ever again and like how he like let goes of that and lets go of his attachment of grogu if that makes sense and i think that would be so sad but such good character development on din's part but yeah your turn, Grogu. Everybody, <laughs> I'm Grogu. Yes, hello. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, battle. Um, yeah. I. Everybody's spitting this episode. Okay, we've got some I good mean, takes. I, um, good take. I wanted to go off Kinsey's thing of saying that Grogu was like a stepping stone to a larger part of Din's journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like Grogu's journey with Din has a very clear ending. Like. Din was on a mission with Grogu, and Din's mission was to deliver him to his family, to his mm-hmm. people, the Jedi. And, well, okay. I'm like, th- I'm kind of going back on what I was about to say as I'm saying <laughs> it, but we'll, we'll explore this. Okay, what I was going to say is, you know, he had his mission to bring Grogu and reunite him with the Jedi, and that was a very clear goal. We know that Grogu mm-hmm. is literally in the safest situation he could possibly be in the galaxy he's with the most powerful jedi alive you know he is happy he's protected he and luke are laughing together and love each other have a connection like he's he's in good hands and i think din knows that and i think that i agree it'll be a tough transition for din because he he got attached but i think that his journey and getting attached to Grogu and protect protecting Grogu, you know, somebody who was not of his kind and, mm. you know, somebody from, you know, a lineage that he knows nothing about. Like, I think this has really opened Din's eyes to the toxic. This sounds like, this sounds like a girly podcast thing to say, but no, but like, seriously, <laughs> like the toxic, like ideologies um, held by his, um, convent or whatever covert mm-hmm. whatever what what's the right yeah, word convent co- covert. covert covert convent is like for nuns but they're kind of religious so whatever <laughs> listen, um, it's i think that's what i've been saying his cult, anyway that's what he yeah his cult. his cult his i mean his I, I think that his journey like protecting grogu and bringing him to safety um and learning about the jedi learning about mm-hmm. other people and other cultures along the way that sounds kind of cheesy but i mean seriously i think that's opened his eyes to what a limited worldview he has mm-hmm. and now that he's been thrust in this into this position as a leader i think mm-hmm. that it could be really cool to see him bridge gaps between cultures and star wars you know rebuild the relationship between the mandalorian and the jedi maybe that will be din's new mission mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. so do i think grogu is gone forever even if his relationship with din is largely put to an end and separated no, there's no way that Disney is going to do that to us. Everybody mm-hmm. knows how emotionally attached everybody is to Grogu. I definitely think that we will see Grogu and Din reunite at some point, but just not permanently. And I think that's okay. Like, yeah. But I, I, I agree. I think that his journey in assisting Grogu and bringing him to safety and bringing him to the Jedi was this whole journey about him learning how to be a better leader as the new Mandalore, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I 
It's very like it's it's giving me very much um moving away for college vibes and the yeah, precisely being like being like, Oh, let's I'll visit you on weekends and the kid's like, No, mom, you can't visit me on weekends and he's like, No, I'll just I'll bring you I'll buy you dinner and it's like, No, mom go away. Yeah. It's okay. But like, yeah. you know, more serious and like never see you again type thing. But you know, LOL. whatever. Should we talk about the Wild Wild West part of this episode? Wow. Out of the bamboo wow. forest. Dodge uh, your yeah. background. Yeah. All righty. <laughs> All right. This it, is where we start to cyberbully Dodge. This is where the games um, begin. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> cyberbullying. This is where the what? fun begins. Oh, my God. Brutal. Mean. Rude. For those Dead. of you who are our audio the amigos funeral this week. is Wednesday. Um, Dodge has just changed her virtual background on our streaming platform to, to the death Cobb of Vance Cobb getting shot by a cat baby. Look at that. Straight My background is a bamboo forest. Through his body. I see. Um, okay. See, okay, um, let me... Peepaw Bane. Whatever. Um, <laughs> first of all, I feel like I should just, I should explain myself. Okay, so... I made one tweet saying that it would be funny, it would be hilarious, I would cackle if the finale started and it was Cobb Vamp's uh, funeral. I just thought it would be funny, you know? Sadist. No. And, and well, and I got attacked. Attacked. As you Let can. me tell you. As you my, should. My notifications were blowing up. But my my own friends were turning against me. Y'all were turning because against you me. Because you sent this. I have me. photo no, evidence. No. no, um, no, no it no, no, says no, no, I have. That was, that was taken 24 hours after the tweet which was published. So I. Dodge said, and I quote, I hope no. Cobb dies. She you heard said it here, that. Because, because I was like, it was a joke. But then people got so freaking butthurt about it some joking some not joking and i was like listen guys i love cop bands but i wasn't gonna tell them then i was like fine then i hope he dies because y'all are just giving me a hard time and so i think he died that's my final opinion and i will see you guys at the funeral on wednesday he was hit in the shoulder meat look at the picture you have on your screen his no, little okay, muscle so listen, was like okay. taking a chunk out of. He'll be I, fine. I agree. Dude. I agree. I agree that he was hit in the shoulder. I I can see that in the image. Like I'm looking at him. He can was shot it? once. I'm looking at him. He's okay. He was shot once. Yes, yes, yes. But however, you have major important arteries in your shoulder, and so, we're getting a biology he, lesson. He Girl, could, this is yeah, Star and, Wars. And it Maul you, it came takes, back from the takes, dead. Palpatine came back a minute from the- to bleed out. So, you know, he could die. And I, I'm going to stay on that hill because I just want, I just. I would like to remind you. I would like to remind you. No. 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 No reminding me. Okay. I stand on my ground. What happened? Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Can we just go back in time? What happened in the prequels to Darth Maul? Can you just tell me facts? Don't, okay. Don't listen. No, 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 you have to answer the question. What happened to to Darth Maul in the prequels? He passed away. He got sliced. <laughs> How? He, How? What happened? He, he got kebabbed straight through his stomach and, and then fell and down then, a shaft. And then in Clone Wars, and then what happened? And then Dave Filoni said, "Nah, I like that man. 
I'm gonna resurrect him and turn him into a spider. That's what he said, and he well, did. Well, doesn't Dave Filoni have creative control on this show too? <gasps> it's almost like if he likes someone on this show, he could save them too. However, I think it would be a, a bigger impact on Din and Boba to Why? want to fight him if they lose their good, handsome man, Cobb Vance. They have, okay, but Din and Boba, well, Boba especially, but Din, Boba doesn't have nothing for Cobb Vance because Cobb Vance was yeah, parading around in his armor anyways. Second of all, Din have, doesn't even know the guy like that. They have a special connection because he no, wore don't. his armor. No, no I think Boba would, would be a hater. I think Boba would shoot Cobb if he saw him after ah. that whole confrontation. So I don't think Boba has nothing for Cobb. And well, I hope he dies then. Din too. doesn't know him like that. So um, we're straying really from we're straying from the really important part of this conversation <laughs> about Cobb Van, and that's the fact that Will and I were one hundred percent right about our theory about his comeback from last week. If you guys listened. And when I dropped my my bad word and they had to bleep it out, it's yeah. because I got so excited theorizing about why Cobb Vanth would come back and help Din and Boba. And guess what? He is. So that's Not what's really long, important though. here. Girly, yeah. I'm your nurse. <laughs> I love you. You're Dodge Dodge. See, I love chaos. I love violence. You're taking it too far. I love You're taking I, it too far love the grip this has on me now my favorite meme about this was when riley tweeted the little (laughs) gif of somebody painting a clown face and it said dodge putting on her makeup every morning (laughs) yeah because that is the truth and i have to agree like bestie i cannot love you you on this one but like like, he's not dead dude he's not dead listen he's okay like you know i I got your back on a lot of things but this this one i can't did you okay so did y'all not see that the understudies said that Din should die and that Omera I don't think that's die? right either. I'm not about that. Can I don't think it? that's cool. I don't see, identify with that. Treason. However, this I do is... think you're wrong. Okay, <laughs> Love you though. Dessert. Okay. Um, can we talk about Peepaw Bane? <laughs> <laughs> I would like for you to never say that again. Peepaw. Peepaw Bane. <laughs> He's a little grandpa now. Okay. I think that yeah. he looks cute. Okay? And that's not an insult. But, like, he doesn't look as scary so as he does in Clone Wars. He looks, like, cute. He's he looks squishy. Crazy. He looks round. He He's got British his, teeth. Um, his, his face looks squishy. You cannot you guys, deny he's it, a, He's a little sprinkle. He's a little scrunkly like, scrimblow. His face looks like if you poked it, it would do that, you know? Oh, it would make a rubber... No, 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 guys. If you squoze his nose, it would make, like, a rubber ducky sound. Squoze (laughs) I'm sorry. I would say squoze instead of squeezed. Whatever. I don't like the word squeeze. That's so funny. Oh, my gosh. If you pinched his nose, it would go, like, honk, honk, like a clown. (laughs) Peepaw Bane. I wonder if if anyone's touched him like that. You know? I know some people on Twitter who would like to, unfortunately. I know. People are obsessed with this man. Trying to unsee that. The, the, um, the thing, I, you know, I love Megamind. I just think I. Megamind? Also, Girl, did, did you just say Megamind? Yeah. Freaking oh my God. Dude. Smurf. Okay. Love Megamind. But that was funny. I, I'm confused on how people, people. knew. 
he was going to show up because we didn't get any hints. And people on Twitter the night before were like, oh my god, Cad Bane's going to show up. And I was like... Yeah, I thought that was kind of a far-fetched one and I, I wasn't on board with it. And then I was like, did y'all... And then I saw him walking... Pre-screen this? How, yeah, how did people know? That's I'm what sure I there was know. leaks. Or like Somebody leaked up the, that. Well, dude. there was probably like also... Not like leaked necessarily, but they probably looked up the casting information and like guessed Found based on... Yeah, the casting Come information. On. That's no fun. Where's Toto? Where's my Toto little boy? I ate Voiced by Seth my, Ian, my little Leonardo Ninja Turtle man. Where is he? I want to know where he's at. Is he safe? Is he okay? Is he in the ship? That's what I want to know. Uh, my favorite <laughs> thing that has come out of this episode is everyone comparing him. I know to Rango. <laughs> Dude, Johnny so Depp, funny. Rango, that's wild. Yeah. Uh, so that's a little yeah. kooky. <laughs> um, I, do we have any predictions for the finale? Because I have no clue what's going to happen at this point. No, I have no I idea. want it to be two hours long. Like, I've there's so much that needs to be done that I'm like, how is this going to happen? Because also, I, you know, I would love to see what happened to the decision that Luke gave him in season in in the first episode of Mando. I want that to be like the starting at like part of Mando. Who but directed this feeling... episode? The coming Dave episode. Filoni. Dave Filoni. Yeah. Dave again. Dave. Oh my god. In the finale, Dave Filoni. He's doing the finale too. I have no idea. Oh, he directed this episode. Yes, he directed this. He directs the we don't know. Finale. I can look. I can look. I'm looking and up. see if it's. Available. I don't know if it's released or not, but. Um, yeah, so I kind of want to see that in the first episode of Mando, but we're probably not going to because there has been rumors that Han shows up with little baby Swolo. And so I think we're probably going to see that. We have to freaking see the whole battle, obviously. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, what's going to happen? Are are we going to have a cliffhanger where it goes into suddenly Boba Fett is on this task to go to every single planet that the pikes are on and fight for them or are we gonna see like mando suddenly you know having some sort of skipping his step to become the leader of mandalore again i don't know so then we have to see the rancor i just have so many things i need to see what do you think (laughs) ruthie um um i i literally i'm lost at this point like the last episode exceeded my expectations so much and went so far beyond anything i really thought they were gonna put on screen realistically mm-hmm. that i'm i don't have anything to say i'm gonna be wrong i'm just gonna sit this one out uh you know i had my <laughs> big Cobb vanth prediction that came true to a t so i'm still writing that high and i have absolutely nothing to contribute of value thank you yeah, if if Covent ends up living, I don't know if I can show my face on the internet ever again. So this might be my last episode. So it was nice oh to you guys. I go big or go home. Love you know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, go. But with I have bang. plenty of me like Cobb. No matter what happens. <laughs> exactly, Ruthie. Get behind me. Get behind no, me. No, I'm not. I'll save you. No, come no. On. Come on. 
You know you want it. You know you want it. It's funny. It's funny. Whatever. Kenzie, do you have any predictions for the finale? I'm sorry. I was playing Anything. Wordle. I'm not going to lie. Um, That's okay. Again. Anyway, uh, no, I don't have any predictions specifically. Um, I think that Cobb isn't dead. That's my prediction. <laughs> Uh, well. Loser, tomato, 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 tomato. Throwing tomatoes, throwing tomatoes. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like anything could happen at this point. Me too. Me too. I'm like, uh, like with everything that's out. happened so far, like possibilities. I have no idea what's in everyone's back pocket at this point. Um, I know. I agree. I'm like, I just, I don't even feel right making. Predictions. I think. It vastly depends on if this is going to be the last episode. And by that, I mean, like, if this is a limited series and this is the mm-hmm. conclusion. Or, or if, if there's, there's going to be a season two. Chapter two begins next um, year. Because yeah. if there's going to be another season, I think it will be different. If there's not, if this was a limited series and this is the last episode of Boba we're going to see, I think they're going to kick everyone's behinds and Boba's going to win. And mm. we get to see him and, like, Fennec like kind of save just the world living, and join like in. yeah like be like ending with them like things going well on Tatooine for them yeah I think okay I guess my one prediction for the end is that Boba and Din are going to become a solid partnership mm-hmm. I don't know like Din on Tatooine partnership but Boba and Fennec are a solid partnership on, yeah. well I maybe they'll become a trio of Become a trio, yeah. Star we could Wars have their trios. Mm, that's yeah, no, we don't we don't need more. Um, <laughs> go off, <laughs> go off. There, I if they throw in another unnecessary trio, I'll just start swinging. I can't do it anymore. I feel like I feel like what's gonna happen is that Boba and Fennec are gonna live happily ever after on Tatooine as the leaders, or whatever. And I think something's going to happen where Din is going to be given a clue or given some sort of idea it's of what clues. he should do next. Yeah. It's, of yeah, what I he should like... do next with the Darksaber. Someone mentions yeah, it. Someone pretty much. says, like, I knew the history of it. Something like that. And so Din is like, oh, let me, you know, Luke should figure this Din out. Dark saber. Yeah. So I think we're going to see that. Bro, for real. That uh, man needs to learn how to carry that thing. I know. The way that's he don't know what he's... He's that's, embarrassing. Why he that's why he should have gone to see Luke, not even to see Grogu, to just have I'm been like, can you show me how to wield this thing? <laughs> um, yeah, I pretty much agree. I think those are like my only like two predictions. That's like my only mm-hmm. prediction, granted that this is going to be the last episode of Book of Boba, is that Boba and Fennec are left chilling on Tatooine, running, mm. running things, and it's going to end with like, Kind like showing where season three of Mando will pick up, like showing Din going to the next place or some clue, something like that, like him mm. flying off into the distance mm. to whatever, like something Do like something. that. Yeah. yeah. Interesting, interesting. I have a question. Do you guys think that we are going to see a trailer for Kenobi or Bad Batch? No. Um, I think there will be a trailer for Kenobi during the Super Bowl. Okay, that's my. That's next week. I forgot that so. sports are a thing. I um, mean, my my only thing with that is that Disney or Star Wars or whatever recently tends to 
operate off of like a two month basis with trailers mm-hmm. and releases. So it would be roughly two February. and a half months. Well, yeah. if it's it's if it's the May fourth show, if it premieres yeah. on May fourth, it's gonna be basically two months away at that point. Yeah. Yeah, I will be interested to see what happens. I think that we're not going to get a trailer on the last day of Boba unless it's, again, a glimpse at what's going to happen in Mando Season 3. Um, and I do think that Kenobi mm. will probably be the May 4th show that we're getting this year. Mm. Um, I don't know when Bad Batch is going to come back. I haven't even seen all of Season 1. I think Bad Batch will be, like, this summer, and then Mando Season 3 is going to be, like, yeah, November to fall. Where, where's Andor? I'm missing Andor. And then, I don't freaking you know. know so many questions. Unless they have I've two shows premiering Andor. Again, the Ahsoka situation. When are they ever mm, even going to start filming? Potential Boba Season 2. There's a lot of Star Wars stuff, too, that they confirmed for Disney Plus that like they've just stopped talking about altogether. Like obviously we know like scrapped the Rangers, a lot of them. Rangers got yeah. scrapped. Um so. but there's a new thing, you guys. Have you heard of and maybe cut this out because I don't know if I'm allowed to say this at this point, but like some people were sent PR boxes from Disney Plus that had like the upcoming Star Wars content listed on the sides, like their logos. And there was mm-hmm. a show or movie or whatever listed oh, on the side in the original like Star Wars font, and it was called Tales of the Jedi. And I wonder if I that's going to be a that. Luke show about I Luke's wonder... temple. That would Probably. be interesting. Could be. either that gonna be, either... be the ending of that's either. Be it's either going to be that or it's going to be old stuff from before. Anakin and stuff like that. Yeah, it's the Jedi. It's gonna be like old, like how the Jedi Council was run and stuff like that. Yeah, because I feel like kids will love that one. Oh yeah, Yeah. the kids. The kids will eat that up. It's for the kids. Nom nom nom. Oh yeah. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for joining us on this this interesting episode of us speaking our opinions as we always do. And what we think, you know, why people were there, why people weren't there, why, you know, Boba's, the storytelling that it is now, and what is to come in Boba and Star Wars and all that jazz. And, you know, we're enjoying the journey. So no matter what happens, y'all will see us here. We'll be vibing. We'll having a good time. Let us know what you guys think is going to happen in the finale. Or if you watch us after the finale, what your reaction to the finale was. Um, you guys can follow us all follow at our Lady Lorians. Follow Instagram, us at TikTok, Lady Twitter. Our Instagram is almost to 1K, so tell your mom to follow it too. Yeah, tell your mom. And if your dad has like a, a, an account that doesn't have a profile pic, that tends to happen. Tell him to follow it as well. Tell the whole fam. You know, tell all of your kids in your class all that jazz. We've already um, said that if we reach 1K on Instagram, we'll eat a sock. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, we've been needing to eat socks lately, you know? So, yeah, they're maybe looking go pretty delectable. Pretty delectable. Every day they just get a little bit. We are bit 29 followers away from Ooh. us eating a sock. The number. Oh, God. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Ew. So. 
So make sure you guys follow us. If you guys are on Apple Podcasts, or even if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. We haven't had one in a long time, and we keep on begging and pleading and 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 asking you with all of our hearts to leave us a review. And no one has been giving us a review. We'll give you a shout out and, on the show. And I I stay up every night past 2 a.m and i go Mm -hmm. maybe maybe today's the day that someone's gonna leave a review and every day i'm disappointed so please don't disappoint me again and leave me a review Um, i'm just kidding you don't have to leave a review but i would actually really appreciate it if you leave us a review it's your um (laughs) yeah it's your homework tonight make sure you do that before next week um anything else that i am missing nar like nar Nar. oh my god I think we're good. We'll right. see you guys next week and enjoy the finale with us. Bye, Goodbye, everyone. Bye.